welcome to the Nourishing Nuggets podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. I'm your host and friendly neighborhood dietitian, Taveen Verano. If you struggle with nutrition confusion and all the noise out there in the wellness space, I'm here to simplify it for you. As a registered dietitian, I'll teach you how to build a healthier routine by adding nourishing food to your plate, rejecting that deprivation mentality, using simple nutrition science to empower you, and creating powerful mindset shifts to inspire you. Instead of living in that all or nothing mindset, which let's be honest, leaves us mostly in the nothing zone, let's start making moves in a sustainable, joyful, and freeing way, one nugget at a time. So grab some coffee and let's dig into today's nugget. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are doing a Q&A. I got a few questions submitted through my Instagram a couple weeks ago of questions that you guys have, so we're going to answer them today. Um, they span from working out to routines to health, so it's going to be a good one. So the first question was, do you have any natural remedies or tips for dealing with muscle or body soreness after working out? So there are two things that I usually do or recommend to my clients to do if they are dealing with muscle soreness. So the most important thing to me is to move the next day. And I know that sounds counterintuitive. I know when you're sore, you literally don't want to move, but the stiffer your muscles stay, the more pain you will be in. So go on a walk, go on a long, like maybe 45 minutes to an hour, slow walk, just to get your blood moving, your blood pumping to those sore muscles, because the more you stay inactive, the worse your soreness will be. Trust me. I used to run half marathons. I would be so sore the next day. And if I just sat down or laid down all day, the soreness was so much worse than the marathons that I decided to go on a walk the next day. So make sure to move your body and also do Epsom salt baths. That really, really helps soothe those sore muscles. So those would be my tips. The next question is, do you have an evening routine like you have a morning routine? And yes, I finally do. Um, I have always struggled with an evening routine. I've been pretty open about that. I struggle with skincare at night. I struggle with just falling asleep on the couch because of pure exhaustion after putting three kids to bed. But this year, I have been a lot more consistent 10 days in, but it's something, you know, um, a lot more consistent with my evening routine. So I will wash my face and brush my teeth and do my evening skincare while my girls are using the restroom and doing their stuff before bed. So we all do it together in our bathroom and it really helps me stay consistent. They love watching me put my vitamin C serum on and my eye cream on and all of that fun stuff. Um, and then I also have been doing evening journaling. I use the Hustle Singly journal, or I think it's called Peacefully Productive Journal, and and she has morning pages and evening pages. And I usually skip those evening pages, to be honest. Last year I did because I was just so tired. But this year I've made it a priority to sit down once the kids are in bed and I go back to the living room to join my husband um, what, with whatever he's doing. I grab my journal and I fill out that evening page. It literally takes me 30 seconds to fill it out. And a little tip for you guys, if you are struggling with sticking to a habit, time how long that habit takes. I timed my skincare. It takes me 90 seconds and I was putting it off or folding a load of laundry takes me, you know, five to seven minutes and I was putting it off. So a habit, if you're struggling with sticking to a habit, time how long it actually takes you and you will get a reality check of how you are putting off a 30 second task. So I do my evening journaling. Um, and then I also track my habits. So I make sure that I go and I track my habits in my planner and I check off whatever I did that day. I usually try to do it as I'm doing it throughout the day. Like once I do my workout, I'll check it. If I say my affirmations, I'll check it, but I'll make sure at night to go through that, make sure that I tracked everything that is trackable. And that's been my evening routine. And then I usually read. I love reading on my iPad. I do miss reading paper books, especially at night, but I usually read a fun book or a fiction book before bed. 
or my husband and I will watch something together and then I go to sleep. So I've been really, really enjoying having a wind down routine um, at night because I love my morning routine, but that evening routine has been hard for me. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I've been committed to it this year. Um, the next question is, what are some of your favorite Instagram accounts and podcasts to follow? So I mentioned a few Instagram accounts that I love. Um, so I have actually been enjoying the Barda house lately. She has a very minimalist home, very clean home. She talks about how, um, you know, a lot of the time as women, our homes are a big source of anxiety for us. And I have found that to be true in my own life, which just with every baby comes more stuff. And so I have actually committed to a decluttering routine this year, which I can totally share on another podcast if that interests you guys. Um, but I love the Barta House. I love Emma's for Mama. She is one of my favorite motherhood accounts to follow. She has just such a biblical and faith-based view of motherhood. Um, and I just, I absolutely love her. I loved her book. I think she has another book coming out. So Emma's for Mama is a great one. Max Lugdevere is one that I love. He does a lot of nutrition research and um, he wrote a book called The Genius Life. And he follows research instead of what is promoted a lot of times um, as healthy. And I love that he's very research-based and he's also really funny. Um, and I also enjoy his podcast, speaking of podcasts. And then Risen Motherhood is a Instagram account and podcast that I also enjoy. Again, very biblical focus on motherhood and grace-based motherhood and not trying to kind of follow the world's way of being a mom, but Christ's way and the Bible's way and how God wants us to mother our children. And so those are some, and they have a podcast too. So those are some of my favorite accounts, Instagram accounts and podcasts to follow. Um, and then the last question I got is how do you stay on top of your health as a mom? It becomes the last thing on my list. So the first thing here, there's some mindset tips that I would recommend and then some tangible like action steps. So the mindset tip that I would recommend for you to start focusing on is to prioritize yourself because you will show up better. Trust me when I say that when we take care of ourselves, our vessel, we will show up better for the important things in our lives. I know for me, when I was struggling with binge eating and emotional eating when I first became a mom, I was not a very good version of myself. And even now, if I have, you know, a stressful moment or um, if I turn to, you know, unhealthy habits to cope with stress or anxiety, I'm not a good version of myself. And that's not to say focus on perfection. The whole point of nourishing free and my method is to bounce back faster, is to not go into that spiral after you do have a moment of, like I always say, you let it go and you do the next right thing. If you do have a moment of overeating or stress eating or snapping at your kids or acting in a way that you don't want to act, you let it go and you do the next right thing because everything is redeemable. Everything is figure outable. And so what I would say is to start realizing, start really evaluating how you show up when you don't take care of yourself and how much, how different it would be when you start prioritizing your health, when you start sleeping early, when you start working out, when you make sure you're feeding yourself just as healthy as you're feeding your kids. I know some moms who will meal plan and prep their kids' meals, their toddler meals, their toddlers eat amazingly nourishing foods, and then the mom will just eat like the crusts of a pizza for lunch, you know? And so remind, remind yourself that when you're taking care of yourself, you are also taking care care of your family. And it does not come from a place of selfishness or the world's standards of self-care, but it truly comes from a place of stewarding your body well, so that you can steward the gifts that God has given you well. Your children are a gift. Your husband is a gift. So stewarding those gifts well. So the first thing would be a mindset shift of remembering that when you are taking care of yourself, it is not selfish. You are stewarding your body and what God has given you. And then the second thing I would say is if it, if it's becoming the last thing on your list, 
don't make it the last thing on your list. You know, prioritize your health, plan out your workouts, plan out your meals, sit down at the beginning of a week, either on a Friday for the next week or a Sunday for the, you know, for the upcoming week, whatever day works for you, plan a time to sit down and plan and look ahead at your week, look ahead at your appointments, look ahead at your schedules. Think about how many workouts can I get in this week? Where, where can I ask for help so that I can go get groceries and meal prep, um, plan the time to actually prep the foods like we talked about last, um, on our last episode. So, you have to just be intentional at the beginning of any habit change or when you're trying to get into a new routine, even the routine of taking care of yourself, you have to be intentional with the time you put into it and really think about what you're doing. It's not going to become your default until it actually becomes a, a habit and a routine in your life. So sit down with your planner, with your with your phone, with your calendar, look ahead at the week, plan out some healthy foods, make sure you're stocking up your, your home, make the healthy choice the easy choice so that when you are living your life as a busy mom, I know that feeling. I have three kids. I'm juggling three jobs right now, trying to stay on top of housework. And I know that it can be really hard, but just remember that when you are taking care of yourself, you are better able to show up for your housework, for your motherhood, for your jobs, for your marriage, um, for any, you know, volunteering, whatever you do, um, even better because your vessel is nourished and healthy. And so that would be my tip to you. So those are really great questions that I got in. I will probably be doing Q and A's once every other month, maybe depending on how many I get, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys at the next one. Bye friends. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. If you got a nugget of inspiration and are ready to take action, it would mean so much to me if you left me a five-star rating and a review so others can also find this podcast. You can also share this episode on Instagram or with a friend you think would enjoy it. It helps the show more than you know, and I really appreciate your support and encouragement. I can't wait to chat again and go over our next nourishing nugget together. Bye friends.